Greetings and welcome once again to the Lotus Flower Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Pamela Robinson, and the Lotus Flower Podcast is a multimedia, biblically-based platform that allows listeners to experience countless high-quality audio and video interviews. The podcast spurs unfiltered conversations that often can't be heard on social media. For those who enjoy listening and or watching while they're learning about educational topics, this is just a place for you. Our topics cover a wide variety of content, including comedy, faith-based topics, music, mental health, fitness, and more. Most importantly, the episodes highlight the voices of African-American people. Each episode is packed with helpful tools and important conversations that will help you on your journey to blooming and blossoming into what the Lord has called you to be even before the foundation of the world. So won't you join us for the Lotus Flower Podcast streaming live every Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Dr. Pamela Robinson Facebook page and on the Lotus Flower YouTube channel. We also air on audio platforms wherever you may find your platform. Well, today's topic is a very interesting topic that is near and dear to my heart. As I prayed and asked the Lord, what should we talk to our audience about this evening or wherever you find your time zone? He brought to me the topic of detours of perspectives. The Lotus Flower Podcast, we are in season number three, and this is episode number 12. And as we talk about detours, sometimes in life, God allows detours to come in our life. And we may wonder why. We may wonder, well, why are these detours in my life and they are causing me to go in circles. Well, instead of just wondering why these things are happening, oftentimes the Lord is taking you in circles because he's pointing you directly to the destination that he has charted out for you before the foundation of the world seasons of perspectives. Before we go any further into the podcast, I want you to take a listen to this video as it further illustrates our topic today, Detours of Perspectives. Thank you. I want to tell you that this video is sponsored by Bel Air on Peacock and the overall message of making the most out of your life and the opportunities that come your way.
I have studied personal growth for a decade, read thousands of books, and I'd like to explain my main insight. This might sound strange, but it is my greatest advice. Listen close, I'll make it concise. The quickest, most efficient way to change your life is to change your life. Rearrange your life, architect your existence. It is as simple as this. Think about a seed. If you plant a seed and it doesn't grow, no matter how much you try and toil, you mustn't blame the seed because the fault lies with the soil. I visited a graveyard not too long ago, and as I walked around that cemetery, I noticed something. On every tombstone, every single one, there's two things, a birth date and a death date. B to D. And then I realized that our lives, our very existences are summed up, totally encompassed in that line between the B and the D. Maybe that's why they call it a lifeline, because our life is that line. And if our lives are in between the letter B and the letter D in that joint, then that means our life is the C. And the C is choice. Now look, I'm not here to preach about life after death. I want to talk about something more important. Life before death. Because from cradle to grave, your life is the sum total of every choice you have ever made. And according to some scientists, the average person makes 35,000 choices per day. <laughs> but I don't believe that. Because if people made that many conscious choices every day, their lives would be different. And most people are so asleep with their head down moving so fast that they don't see their choices are being made on their behalf. <laughs> Let me explain. Do you know the number one predictor for how long you're gonna live? Is it A, blood pressure, B, exercise, or C, genes? It's D, none of those. <laughs> New research shows the best predictor for how long you're gonna live is not your genetic code, it's your zip code. Zip code, look it up. Where you live decides how long you live because your opportunity determines your possibilities. Your map determines where you get to. See, life is not like a box of chocolates. It's more like a restaurant and your choices are limited to what's on the menu. Where am I going with this? I'm saying if you wanna eat the real food of life, you must have the courage to order off the menu. Let me spell it out for you. Move, travel, change your environment, escape your comfort zone. Yeah, it's hard. Damn right it's hard. Sometimes you gotta cut the finger to save the arm. Sometimes you gotta cut friends out of your life and it will be sad. But you must hang with people with a common future, not just a common past. And don't worry about your mistakes. Don't even be concerned. Cause as they say, sometimes you win and sometimes you learn. This I can confirm, second chances do exist. I don't care what you did in those streets. The universe allows you turns but you must make a new choice. Decide on a new path. And when your time comes, I pray in the middle of your B and D is a squiggle, not just a dash.
Thank you, Peacock, for sponsoring this video. I want you guys to check out Bel Air, which tells an important story about the power of second chances. Do not let the opportunity that comes your way disappear. Take that chance. Peace. Take that chance. What a powerful message of detours. When life stops and takes you on a different turn, take that opportunity and run with it. Don't stop living. Don't meet anger right there, but move toward your destiny. The thing that will keep you going is having the right perspective. As the gentleman shared in that powerful video, having the right perspective and moving on with life. Here's how you know that God is working on your behalf. It won't be because there's no challenges that you're facing. It won't be because there's nothing wrong. You'll know that God is working on your behalf because every time it looks like life is knocking you down for the count, you bounce right back up, just like the gentleman shared in the video. You bounce back up and you take life by the horns and you run with it and you make the most of the situation that you find yourself in. I want to encourage you this year not to give up on God. The tendency is to give up on God when you're down or when a detour comes in your life. But change that. The worst that things get in your life, the harder you should run to God. The more miserable that it is, the more aggressive you should go after the Holy Spirit. It is easy to praise him when things are going good. It's easy to worship him when the sun is shining. But when the storm is outside and all hell is breaking loose in your life, it's hard sometimes to praise him. But this is just the time that you've got to get out of your comfort zone and seek him like never before. When those detours come, and they will come, you got to hold on to God's unchanging hand and seek him for all that you know. Seek him with desperation and ask him, what is the purpose for this detour that I'm going through in my life right now? What detours have you taken in your life? Where have they led you? What have you discovered while venturing down the unbeaten path? If we begin to see our own detours from God's perspectives, we will come to accept them as blessings and not a burden, which will give us endurance to make it through. In the midst of our detour, we must often not forget that these evil forces that we're facing in life at that time, that God 
is injecting himself in the situation at that particular time because he wants you to get an expected outcome of victory. However, we've got to allow the Lord to inject himself into the situation so that he can turn it around. When the detour feels like a setback and disappointments sets in, that is the time to draw near to God who has never left us and he will never leave nor forsake us according to his word. God is always going to use evil that we experience in our lives for his good purpose, as long as we continue to submit ourselves to him. Then the evil becomes part of the blueprint that God uses to deliver us to the places that he prepares just for us. If it helps you to think about it this way, think about a detour being something that's preparing you for your destiny. So as you face your difficulties, think about how they may be knocking you to the ground. They may be disheartening. They may be all that you could do in your life to stand these difficulties, these detours. However, when you're going through these types of situations, they are a good indication that God is aggressively preparing you for your future. How quickly you bounce back from being knocked down determines the resiliency and your fortitude for getting through that difficult situation. It is proof positive when you are able to bounce back that God is about to deliver you to the doorstep of your destiny. The Lord blessed Job in his life during the latter part more than he blessed the first part. Many of us are familiar with the story of Job in Job chapter 42 and verse number 12 and how Job looked at the things that he was going through as opportunities. I believe Job told the pain that was in his life. You're just a placeholder in my life. You're just holding a place until God takes me to my rightful place in destiny. Sometimes in life, leaders in particularly, unfortunately, you'll face lots of pain in your life. You'll be unfairly criticized. You'll lose key people for reasons that you don't quite understand. You may even 
be let go from a ministry assignment, from a work assignment, from a marketplace assignment for no particular reason. And it can be very painful. But once again, do not let that situation stop you from growing. Leaders, you need to mourn when pain comes, but that's not an excuse to become bitter. There's a difference between mourning and moaning, between weeping and wallowing. A loss can deepen you, but that doesn't mean that it has to define you. A loss is a part of your maturity, but it's not your identity. Detours in life occur when things don't turn out the way that we expected them to do or when our journey takes a different turn from what we wanted or what we expected. Now, just ask Brother Job. Job's wife said to him, are you still trying to maintain your integrity? Curse God and die. But Job replied, you talk like a foolish woman. Should we expect only good things from the hand of God and never anything bad? So in all of this, Job said nothing wrong. That was coming from Job chapter number two, verses nine through 10. Should we only accept good things from God and nothing that's going to be bad or nothing that's going to take us on a detour? Job definitely did not agree with that. Job refused to become bitter and resentful. Bitterness prolongs pain. It doesn't reveal it. It only reinforces it. Watch out that no bitterness takes root among you. It causes deep, deep, deep trouble. It causes the hurt to linger in our spiritual lives. It causes us to become stagnant in our spiritual lives and in our personal lives. Now, Job gives us three steps to reinforce bitterness. Job says that bitterness when it comes, it comes to take over our lives. It comes to cause us to want to stop and to want to quit. However, in the book of Job, there are three things that I was able to extrapolate from the text. Number one, When you're going through a situation that has placed you on a detour, put your heart right. That means you forgive. Only Jesus can give you the power, however, to forgive. Number two, reach out to God. Ask him to heal those wounds and give you the strength and the power for tomorrow, next week, 
and next month. Ask the Lord to help you to be able to face the world again, being firm and courageous. Many leaders withdraw into a shell when they're hurt. They'll say, I'll never let anybody hurt me again. Now, you can't minister like that. You'll never be effective. Job says to do just the opposite. Resume life. Get back into life. Don't retire. Get back into life and do what the Lord had called you to do. Thank God that he's able to take a situation that is painful and turn it around for our good. Now there is a happy ending to Job's life. The Lord blessed the last part of Job's life even more than he had blessed the first part in Job chapter 42, verse 12. Job went through all this hurt, but in spite of that, God blessed the last part of his life, once again, even more than the first part. So we cannot be focused so much on what we're going through and what we are seeing with our natural eye. We got to realize that God will take the latter part of your life and make it the greater part of your life. You have earned the right to lead by the things that you suffered, detours. When you're going through a situation and it's a situation in which you're suffering through, you're earning the right to lead. God knows why he is taking you on that particular route in your life. But you've got to trust him when you're going through that particular situation. God often uses the pain in our lives to drive us into our destiny. Let me say that once again. God oftentimes uses the pain in our lives. He uses the pain that we go through to drive us into our destiny. I'd like to share with you a thought, a thought from sunflowers. Have you ever watched a sunflower, how it grows when it's out in the summer and they're beautiful, tall plants, long stalks, beautiful, round, yellow heads with a round circle in the middle where all the pollen is. Beautiful sunflowers. As I was growing up in Grand Rapids, Michigan, my father, the late Reverend Willie C. Heyman Sr., he loved his gardens. He loved to plant flower beds all around our house. And when he planted the flower beds all around our house, he made sure to plant sunflowers each and every year. 
there wasn't a year that did not go by that he did not plant a sunflower. And it was, wasn't only one sunflower, it was several sunflowers. And not only did he have to plant those sunflowers at the beginning of every spring, most of the sunflowers actually came back. That means that the seed was underneath the ground even through the winter seasons. It might've looked like it was dead and gone, but the seed was laying there underneath all of that dirt and the darkness being trampled upon through the snow, the rain and the storm waiting to sprout up again. So he had beautiful sunflowers all around the outside of our home each and every year in Grand Rapids, Michigan. The lessons from sunflowers are that they are beautiful flowers from start to finish. These beautiful flowers start off as tiny sprouts. The reason sunflowers are called sunflowers is because they follow the sun. The sun rises in the east. The sunflower will point to the east. The sun sets to the west. The sunflower will point to the west. These flowers throw off a lot of seeds. They are productive because they're always looking for the sun. Why are they productive? Why are they able to bloom and blossom the way that they do? Because they are always looking for the sun. They're always locating the S-U-N. And because they're always looking for the S-U-N, they're always growing. When you look, and when I look for the S-O-N, like the sunflower looks for the S-U-N, then we'll find the effects of his rays softening our hearts so that we can throw off new seeds, new life. It is our responsibility to get into God's word and to determine what he's saying to us through the word so that we can be productive. Abiding in our relationships with the S-O-N will result in transformation and growth that many Christians are looking for. The point is that our ability to flourish in harsh conditions and to thrive through a detour is to connect to how we are rooted in Christ Jesus. How are we rooted in Christ Jesus? This will determine whether we're going to flourish in a house condition or whether we're going to succumb to that condition and ultimately be of no use to ourselves, to our families, or to nothing in and around us. As we go through life, and as we go through these situations, 
that are detours. First of all, we want to ask ourselves, when the detour is occurring in my life, I want things to turn around. I want things to go my way. I want this journey that I am on to turn out in a different way. Yet and still leaders, I'm here to encourage you today that the Lord is allowing the things that you're facing in your life today to encourage you. We've got to look at things from a different perspective. We've got to do what I call a paradigm shift. We've got to take what we're looking at in front of us and lay it down at the feet of Jesus so that he could pick it back up and allow us to see it through the lens in which he purposely put it there for. Do you encounter the detours in your life as a curse? Or do you encounter those detours in your life as something that's a joyous occasion? Do you use detours in your life to grumble and to complain? Or do you believe that God is using those detours in your life to bring about something good in your life. We should see detours as an opportunity provided by God to trust him more. We should realize that God is still God in the midst of detours. Any detour that we might encounter in this life we have to realize that God is in the midst of the entire thing that is going on. Tell the pain in your life that you're just a placeholder. You're not here to stay. This is a season that I'm going through and nothing is going to stop me from reaching my destiny. We should see detours as an opportunity to trust the Lord more, realizing that God is still in control. Just like James said in the Bible, that to be perfect and complete, we must grow in Christ Jesus. To be perfect and to be complete, we must grow up in Christ Jesus. And in order to grow up, it costs us some sacrifice. In order to grow, there's a process that we have to go through. And the process includes loss. It includes pain. It includes dying to self. It includes sacrifice. It includes being misunderstood, mistreated, it includes being rejected. It includes pain. It includes being criticized, ostracized, misunderstood. It includes 
a package of things that are painful oftentimes, the painful things that we find on the detours of our lives. But I'm here to encourage you that your ministry assignment isn't over because you go through painful situations that can make you want to quit and make you want to become bitter. However, the Lord wants you to continue on with life when these things occur. He does not want you to stop in your tracks and stop and quit doing the things that he has actually told you to do before the foundation of the world. The Lord wants you to continue to run this race as a good soldier. When I think about my first goal for this episode, it would be to let you know that a different perspective must be embraced by you when you're on your way to your destiny. Perspectives are the way that we see things. When we see the detour as a setback and as a delay, and we see the detour as a struggle on our pursuit to our destiny, it is only going to delay us in reaching the destiny in which the Lord has orchestrated for us. The second goal of this episode is to encourage you, my listening and my visual audience, by showing you that God has brought a bad situation upon you and God has allowed you to walk through a detour in your life because he wants to grow you through that situation. He wants to turn it around for your good, just like he did in Job. Job was a faithful man. He was a loving man. He loved God with his whole heart, mind, body, and soul. But God took what Job was going through, all the pain, the agony, strife, the loss, and turned it around for his good. The Bible tells us that his latter days were greater than the former. And I'm here to tell you today that don't let the people, don't let the crowd, don't let your husband, your wife, your daughter, those that are closest to you, sometimes in your very household that don't understand the goal, the vision, the dreams that God has given you. Just like Job's wife, she didn't understand what was going on. There are people that are closest to us that don't understand what God is doing in our lives. And so they may tell you to curse God and die, but don't listen to those people. I don't care if it's your own husband. I don't care if it's your own wife. I don't care if it's your grandmother, your mother, your sister, your brother, your teacher, your lawyer, your professor, your seminary instructor. 
Don't listen to those people. Listen to God because God allows good things to happen in our lives and he allows bad things to happen in our lives. But that doesn't mean that God is not there. God wouldn't be God if he only allowed us to go through good things. In order to grow, we've got to go through some bad things as well. The songwriter says that if I never had a problem, I would never know God could solve them. I would never know what faith in his word would do. Andre Crouch, he coined those words. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to depend upon his word. And I thank and praise God for that song. That was a song many, many, many years ago that I drew strength from. And I thank and praise God that in the midst of our troubles, he's yet there. Now, the third goal of this episode is to encourage you, my listening audience, to keep following after God in submission, especially when times get tough and the situation looks hopeless. Don't give up on God. When the time is right, God will elevate you to your place of purpose, to your place of ministry, but it's all in God's timing. And it comes through detours. It comes through painful situations. It's birth. The it is your ministry. The it is your destiny. It is birth through painful situations. When we make our desire for life, for ministry, for wholeness, for peace, for wellness, when we make that desire a desire first and foremost that God has for us, when we first seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then all the other things will be added to us. When we embrace our detours, trusting that God will still use them to take us where we need to go, even if it's not the path that we would have chosen for ourselves, then God can elevate us to our destiny, to what he purposed for us to do in this thing called life. Paul testifies, we are glad for our troubles also. We know that trouble helps us learn not to give up. When we have learned not to give up, it shows that we have stood the test. When we have stood the test, it gives us hope. Hope never makes us ashamed because the love of God has come into our hearts 
through the Holy Spirit who gives us hope. Romans 5, chapter, Romans chapter 5, verses 3 through 5. Be encouraged, beloved, and know that the Lord is using what you're going through in your life on that detour to work it out for your good. The Lord is using the things that you're going through that are unfavorable to bring you into a right relationship with him, to take you into a higher place in him, to take that anointing that is on your life and increase it even more stronger. We are living in perilous times, times whereby people are shooting and killing people. People are going out and committing mass murders. People are lying and cheating and robbing and killing. People are heartless and ruthless. People are not afraid to call what isn't right, right and to call what's right wrong. So these are turbulent times where the Lord wants to increase that anointing on your life. And how does he increase the anointing on your life without first allowing you to go through a detour in your life, allowing you to go through the detour in your life so that that detour can change the way you see things in life that detour can actually cause some things in your life to die away. There are things in your life that have to die before the Lord can totally use you in ministry. Because of the perilous times in which we're living through, the devil will laugh at you. You'll show up at a situation and you'll have no power to fight that situation because you won't have the anointing of God on your life to stand and call the devil a lie and to call things that be no, be not as though they were. You will not be able to take the authority that you need in the name of Jesus, under the blood of Jesus and rebuke that situation and curse that situation and decree and declare that I shall live and not die to declare the goodness of the Lord in the day that I'm walking and living through. You will not take my daughter's life. You will not kill my son in a mass murderer situation. You will not cause me to lose my mind. You will not cause me to live beneath my potential. And how do you take that authority? You take that authority by going through the detour that the Lord has placed upon you. You look at it as though it is an opportunity. You enjoy the journey in which you're on. You don't complain about, I'm going through right now. You don't go telling everybody, I'm going through a situation to get pity and to have someone feel sorry for you and baby you 
and nurse you like you're still hooked to the umbilical cord of your mama. You let go of that umbilical cord. You cut that cord. You stop being the victim and having a victim mentality. You go through the situation and enjoy the journey in which the Lord has put you on. Enjoy smelling the roses as you're walking through the terrible time that you might find yourself in. Because I'm here to tell you on the other side of through is victory. That the Lord has something greater in store for you when you're on this detour in life. He has greater on the other side, leader. But however, in order to get to greater, when the storms of life are raging and the billows are high, that's when you've got to find yourself in the Lord. You've got to draw nigh to him because he will draw nigh to you. But the Lord is the perfect gentleman and he is not going to allow the situation that you're going through to destroy you. However, because he's a perfect gentleman, he is going to wait on you. He's going to wait on you. He is going to wait on you. Do you understand? He is going to wait on you to come to him. He is going to wait on you to ask him to help you to show you how to get through the situation in which you find yourself in. He isn't going to force himself on you. He is not going to make you turn it over to him. He wants to see just how hungry you are for him. How hungry are you for the things that are of God. How hungry are you to want to reach your destination? How many bags have you packed so that you can reach that destination prepared? The bags that I'm talking about are spiritual bags. Have you prepared yourself spiritually? Have you packed grace? Have you packed mercy? Have you packed endurance? Have you packed long suffering? Have you packed it? Have you packed the ability to be able to be resilient and to be able to bounce back from life adversity? Have you packed trust? Have you packed love? Have you packed it up? Have you packed your bags and are you ready to reach that destination? Is the plane ready to take off or is it just circling on the tarmac? Have you packed your bags? Or have you packed the wrong bags? Have you packed up the suitcases of strife? Have you packed up the suitcases of doubt? Have you packed up the suitcases of fear? Have you packed them? Have you packed up the suitcase of hatred? Have you packed it up? Have you packed the suitcases up of moaning and groaning and 
feeling sorry for yourself or have you packed up the suitcase of hope? Have you packed up the suitcase of love? Have you packed it? Did you give it over to the Lord? Did you call on him? Did you say, Lord, I need you to help me? Did you say, Lord, increase your anointing on my life? Did you say, whatever the cost is, Lord, I'm going to pay it today? Did you tell the Lord I love you with my whole heart, mind, body, and soul? Did you say, Lord, you called me? You called me. I didn't call myself. You called me before the foundation of the world. You said, come forth, Dr. Pamela, and do my will. You said, not my will, but thy will be done. Did you say it? And when you said it, did you believe it? Did you say at whatever cost, I will take up my cross and I will live for you, Lord? Did you tell him? Did you tell him the pain in your life is only a placeholder? Did you tell him that that pain is holding a place for you while the Lord prepares you for your destiny? Did you tell him? Did you tell the Lord? Did you say, Lord, use me? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless your name. Did you tell him, Lord, I don't understand. But even though I don't understand, I'm going to hold on to your hand. Hold to his hand. God's unchanging hand. Hold to his hand and never let go. He will lead you. He will guide you. He will direct you in all of thy ways. Scripture says, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. He will direct your path. There's a scripture in the Bible that affirms this in James chapter 1 verses 1 through 4. And it reads, dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy, for you know that when your faith is being tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Endurance has to develop and grow, develop and grow to the degree that you become perfect in God's eyesight, needing nothing. Oh, Lord, we thank and praise you today for the opportunity to go through the detours of life. We thank and praise you, Lord God that we are embracing the detours that you have allowed us to go through. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for allowing us to go through the detours of life. Thank you, Lord, for changing our perspectives as we go through the detours of life. You have changed our perspective. You have caused us to do a 360 degree change in the right direction. My back was against the wall and it looked as if it was over, but you made a way out of no way. 
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for turning my morning into joy. You turned my morning into dancing again. You lifted my sorrows and I can't stay silent. I must sing of your praises. I will not take mourning and make it into groaning and make it into a place mark that is going to hold me there. It's no excuse to become bitter. I will become better. You are better because of the detour that you find yourself on. You are better. You are better. You are better. Thank you, Jesus. You are better. A loss can deepen you, but it does not define you. A loss is a part of your maturation process. It is not your identity. You do not lie there and die in loss, in detours. Allow the Lord to take you from that place of loss, hurt, and pain, and that interruption. Allow him to use that interruption for your good. He said in his word that all things, not just the good things, the bad things also work together for the good of them that love the Lord and that are called according to his purpose. But we've got to trust him. When we are on this journey, called life, it's unlikely that the path is going to be straight. Yet and still, when we're on this thing called life and the detours are coming, we'll see places where the Lord has placed roadblocks in our path to detour us in a way that he's preparing us for. Rather than being bothered by these detours, be wise to consider that the way that the Lord has taken you on is a new way. It's a new way, a new way to offer you an opportunity to rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. It's a new way that the Lord is preparing you for the next level in your life. There is something that's occurring on the inside of you. Something on the inside is working on the outside to bring about a change in your life. Oh, what a change. Oh, what a change. What a change. What a change in your life. The Lord is working on the inside. That's something on the inside. It's the Holy Spirit that's working down on the inside. It's working on the inside to bring about a change. But that change comes through those detours in life. So leaders, don't quit. This is a hard season in which we're going through in this world. It's a hard season when the devil is wreaking havoc, when he has come up 
and he has risen up and just like a storm, he has flooded lives of people with hardships, especially leaders, because he wants to stop you from being able to set the captives free. So he wants to put all that he can on you that's negative, that's painful, that's evil, that's hard to get through. He wants to discourage you in this day. But don't be afraid, beloved. My Bible tells me to stand in the midst of it all. It tells us to stand. It tells us that in all of our ways to acknowledge the Lord and he will direct our path. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord will lift up a standard, hallelujah, against him. Yes, he will. And he will have to flee. You curse that enemy and tell him, you have no authority in my life. For greater is he that's within me than anything in this world. I can do all things through Christ Jesus that strengthens me. And I will reach my destination. I shall get there. No matter what hell I have to go through. That God will bring me through smelling like I hadn't even been in the fire. Just like he did with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace in Babylon. When they were in that fiery furnace, something came in there with them, a fourth something. And we know that fourth something was the Lord Jesus Christ himself taking them through that hot, hellious place that they were in that was painful and tormenting. But God was right there with them in the midst of it all, in that detour that they found themselves in. Why did the Lord show up? Because they were faithful. They had refused to eat the king's food in the kingdom, that Babylonian kingdom in which they were taken to as boys. They refused to succumb to the culture to the environment in which they found themselves in, they remain faithful to the Lord. When we remain faithful to the Lord, no matter what, he will strengthen us. He will walk us through it. He will get in it with you. He will be right in there with you. He said, I will never leave nor forsake you. And he meant it. He will be in the midst of hell with you. When you're going through a detour in life, the Lord will be right in the midst with you. And you'll come out of a situation looking better than you did when you went in. You'll come out of the situation looking as if you hadn't even experienced a painful situation. I'm a witness that God will take care of you through the detours of life. Be encouraged, beloved, and know that God is with you through the detours of life. But first and foremost, we've got to keep the right perspective or we've got to change that perspective from one of defeat to one of victory because the Lord has work for you. 
and it's going to require some sacrifice, some tears, some pain, some being misunderstood, some things happening in your world that you don't like. It's going to require, however, you to hold on to God. Like the songwriter says, hold to his hand, God's unchanging hand. Hold to his hand, God's unchanging hand. Whose hand? God's hand. Whose hand do you hold on to when you're going through the detours of life? When life has knocked you down to the ground, when it seems as though you're down for the count, whose hand do you hold on to? You hold on to God's hand. Hold to his hand. His hand is unchanging. He will never leave nor forsake you. I don't care how dark it looks outside. I don't care who leaves you. I don't care who leaves you. He is always there with you. He will lead, guide, and direct you. If he gave you the work to do, he will give you the grace and the strength to get through it and to fulfill the calling that's on your life. Be encouraged today and know that God is right there. He's only a prayer away. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this timely podcast episode entitled Detours of Perspective, season three, episode number four of the Lotus Flower Podcast. The Lord is so good. He's an amazing God. Oh, I love him with my whole heart, mind, body, and soul. And I thank and praise him for this opportunity once again to come to you in this virtual space of the Lotus Flower Podcast. When the Lotus Flower Podcast first started, it started out of a season of a detour. It started during the pandemic way back in 2020. When the pandemic first started, the Lord birthed this ministry on a detour. The Lord wants to take the detours of your life and turn them into ministry. I thank and praise the Lord again for this opportunity to be with you in the virtual space, in the audio space, in your homes, in your living room, in your car, in your dining room, at your workplace. I thank and praise him for the opportunity to help you as you navigate through this thing called life. 
I want you to be encouraged and know that you can make it. With God, all things are possible. I want you to know that this month of March is National Mental Health Awareness Month. The Lotus Flower Podcast not only comes to you with timely interviews from our guests and from myself, but we also have educational products that we've developed that you can utilize to help you as you navigate through the detours of life. The Lord has blessed me to write several books. One of them is The Color of Hope, African-American Mental Health in the Church. This book will help you to understand those that are struggling with the mental health diagnosis or those that are going through a mental health crisis. Purchase the book on Amazon.com. It is available at no cost in the Kalamazoo Public Library in Kalamazoo, Michigan, at the Michigan News Agency in Kalamazoo, Michigan, on the Detroit City Book Club, or you may purchase your autograph copy from myself, Dr. Pamela Robinson, by reaching out to me at emerginghope at gmail.com. Be sure to purchase the products as I would love to be able to walk with you as you navigate through life. The Lord has allowed me also to be able to develop, create, and to help illustrate a set of blooming with new coping skills, emotional regulation flashcards. These flashcards were created for your children, children ages three to 14. It is a culturally relevant game that will help your children learn to deal with those really big emotions that they might have in life. Get a copy of that book, purchase a set of the culturally relevant flashcards. They've been utilized in several school systems. They've been utilized in several mental health areas. They have been utilized here in North Carolina as well. Get a copy and help your family, help your children, help those that are in your life to be able to navigate when life sends those detours along their way. And if they have not gone through a detour, just live a little bit longer and have a few more birthdays. And I would guarantee you that you'll find yourself on a detour. But like I said, do not let that detour stop you from moving ahead. Do not let that detour stop you from doing all that the Lord has ordained for you in this last and evil day. Once again, you may also purchase my product, Educating the African-American Church toward those with mental health issues. It is my culturally relevant mental health dissertation. It is available on ProQuest, which is a scholarly database for clinicians, for scholars, for professors, for ministry leaders, educating the African-American church for those with mental health challenges can be purchased on Amazon, can be purchased once again on ProQuest, a scholarly database 
It can be purchased on the Emerging Hope Ministry website. Get a copy as you are studying to complete your doctoral dissertation. Are you studying as a student, a scholar that needs to have relevant information on people of color that have mental health challenges? Get your copy. Be sure also to get your copy of the Blooming with Hope Parenting Educational Manual. This manual is available to you on the Emerging Hope Ministry website. It's also available to you on Amazon. It's available to you on the Wix.com website, which is the Emerging Hope Ministry website. You can purchase it also by reaching out to me at email emerginghope at gmail.com. Get a copy and make sure that you share the copy with your family, friends, and loved ones. Again, this is National Mental Health Awareness Month, and I want you to make sure that not only you take care of your spiritual health, but I want you to take care of your mental health. It's important that we are holistic in nature. The Lord didn't just put us here to be spiritual beings living in this world, but he also put us in this world because he wants us to enjoy life while we're here on earth. He wants us to take part in podcasts such as the Lotus Flower Podcast, which signifies strength and resiliency. He wants us to take care of our lives. He wants us to find peace, even in the midst of situations that take us on a detour. He wants us to be whole. He wants us to be happy. And he wants us to be free. And he wants us to have a sound mind. So I thank and praise the Lord once again for being with you this evening, this morning, this afternoon, whatever time zone that you find yourself in. I thank and praise the Lord for coming to you once again with the Lotus Flower Podcast. The topic being Detours of Perspectives. Season number three, episode number 12. Streaming live on the Dr. Pamela Robinson Facebook page and on the Lotus Flower YouTube channel, as well as wherever you find your audio podcast. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the Lotus Flower podcast. When doing so, you will never miss an episode. Each time the episode airs, it will drop live right into your inbox, the Lotus Flower Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Pamela Robinson, bidding you a blessed, prosperous, and overwhelming life full of joy, peace, and happiness. 
Until we meet again, remember that it is the flower that blooms in adversity that is the greatest of them all, the lotus flower. Thank you for joining me. See you next week.